Hello and welcome to the Self-Improvement Book Club. I am here with Chanel Ellie and she is a therapist with her own solo practice specializing in relationship anxiety and today she's going to talk about the book Mother Hunger. So welcome Chanel, how are you today? Thank you, I'm good, how are you? Doing well. Can you tell me a little bit more about your practice and your specialization? Sure. So uh, I think very similar to how most therapists start out, they kind of throw you in there and and uh, you go through these group practices and they ask you to just, you know, just see these clients, see these random clients. Yes. <laughs> and what I've found is that through seeing all of the different types of people that I've worked with, I've really um, gotten the most results and I've enjoyed seeing clients the most who have relationship anxiety. So that can just look like not only just women who kind of the media makes you think that they're just needy and um, whiny and they want all this attention all the time. It's, it's just, it's not just in the um, romantic settings. It can be with their friends. It can be with their family where they're constantly wanting this um, type, this specific type of love and affection. And when they don't get it, they just respond really negatively. So um, I really just enjoy working with people, kind of thinking, um, walking through their feelings in these situations and exploring with them, like, okay, is this just, you know, your anxiety talking or is this person just not a nice person or are they just not a loving person? Should we be setting boundaries? Should we be looking for better friendships or better um, romantic partners? So I really love just you know, exploring that with my clients and, and letting them see the whole picture. Wonderful. How helpful. Yes, a lot of people are misunderstood like that. If, mm -hmm. if someone wanted to contact you or get in touch with you or learn more about working with you, how would they find that information? Do you have a website or contact? Yes. So I do have a website. It's selfcaredfor.com with the the letter four. Um, I'm on Facebook and, and Instagram. I'm, I'm dipping and dabbing in that a little bit. I'm, I don't really like social media that much, but mm -hmm. I, I do enjoy creating content and free stuff for people who, you know, can't necessarily afford therapy or they don't know if therapy is the right avenue for them. So you can definitely check me out on those places. Great. And just in general, since this is a kind of a book club, um, what type of books do you like to read? So I think I'm a little bit of a nerd because I just like all of the the therapy type books. Mm. <laughs> the therapy type books, the self-help books. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy reading that kind of stuff. Great. Um, and tell me a little bit about the book you're going to talk about today. So when I first... Um, got introduced to Mother Hunker when the author Kelly McDaniel was on um, the Red Table Talk and she was kind of talking about just how hard it is for women who experience this type of, of mother hunger which is she describes it as women who have lacked um, nutrients protection and guidance from their mothers growing mm. up and how that can affect them in their adulthood. So um, 
she talks a lot about how when a mother isn't giving a specific type of love throughout their child's life or throughout childhood, how it can really have negative ramifications and just, you know, um, making it so that they don't feel secure, they don't feel safe, they don't feel heard, they um, are second-guessing themselves. It's all of these different things that really they take on into adulthood and what happens with my clients who see me is that they're looking at at it from a sense of like oh wow all these people like I'm under attack like they feel like their body is under attack they feel defensive they they feel like everybody else is is wrong or um the complete opposite they feel like they're just awful and they don't have a lot of self-esteem and they're just going to take what they can get and in mm-hmm. all of those things so how it's all incorporated is really interesting because as you you know i'm sure our parents our relationship with our parents is our first example of what love looks like so if they're not giving us a specific type of love then what does that say about everybody else that i'm just going to meet randomly in the world um, and it doesn't have to be that, you know, their mother is abusing them. It, it doesn't even mean that the mother is, um, the mother is doing something purposely to hurt them. It's just, you know, every child is different. So if you're not attuning to your child's needs, their specific needs, then, you know, these are some of the negative ramifications that could happen. Right. Like I work with highly sensitive children and teenagers and adults right Mm -hmm. so they may have different needs than maybe not a highly sensitive person that the mother doesn't know about or can't maybe understand and Mm -hmm. so then just that missing the mark is kind of what the book talks about like missing the mark for yeah the child yeah yeah absolutely okay and I guess if you were to go through some of like, what, what would you get out of this book if you read it? Like, what would you take away from it? So the main thing, and, and to be quite honest, I this book spoke to me on a personal level, too. Um, and I think when I read it, I'm just, I just felt like, wow, like somebody understands where I'm coming from. Mm. And this is what I hear from a lot of my clients who have dealt with these type of painful feelings as well because what happens is and she talked about this on the red table talk is sometimes when people who women who experience mother hunger when they talk to these to therapists about their feelings when they talk to their friends or their family about their feelings a lot of the times they're met with somebody defending the mom like oh like your mom didn't abuse you like she can't be that bad maybe this or have you thought about how it was for her when she was growing up or um "Mm, are you sure you're interpreting that correctly that doesn't sound that bad that's not terrible and it really makes the person feel alone so I think the main thing that what I got out of this book is just like wow I'm not alone and all the clients that I recommended to you also feel like wow I'm not alone like there are other people who feel this way um because when you feel alone it just it creates this shame spiral of like I'm like I'm defective there's something wrong with me and then it shows up in your relationships 
Wow, yeah. So it's it's almost like validating their own experience, being with him, and like feeling, yeah, feeling that connectedness, like, okay, someone gets me, someone understands what I went through. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it also gives you, like, um, little activities to do with yourself to try to, you know, help you repair it yourself, help you get the love and, and the affection that you're yearning for. But just, you know, sometimes we're not able to get that from our mothers. Like, well, and, and that's something that she talks about a lot is that, you know, you try all the things. You're trying to go on the shopping trips and trying to do all the mother-daughter things that you see on TV on the Gilmore Girls. Um, and, and to be honest, I don't know why this is, but a lot of my clients who experience mother hunger always bring up the Gilmore Girls. Oh, really? <laughs> fascinating. Yes. They're like, I want that Gilmore Girls type of relationship. And, and you know, I love the Gilmore Girls. Actually, me and my mom used to watch it growing up. But looking at the Gilmore Girls from an adult lens, like, their relationship had a lot of boundary issues. Mm, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if women are just constantly wanting that relationship, I'm just like, mm, mm. what about that relationship do you want? Because she pretty much grew up with her mom. But that's that's a whole, whole other topic. But, yeah. <laughs> trying to have that type of relationship they're trying to foster it they're trying to um talk to their moms and have this heartwarming conversation and saying like you know this is what you did to hurt me and they're they want to be met with um their mom saying oh i'm so sorry i can't believe that that was your experience oh i'm gonna do better and i'm sure that there are some moms out there who do apologize and do try to make it right but then there are those others who don't get that apology she calls it an apology ache and it's mm. just when you just really desperately want to connect with your mom and you want her to recognize that she hurt you and uh, move away from those behaviors that she's doing that's continuing to hurt you and they just don't do it they don't acknowledge it they say like you're just too sensitive um you need to get over yourself uh, you're way too emotional like that's not even a thing like what's wrong with you type of feeling and then that's you know, and just feeds into that feeling of shame and, and loneliness. Okay. Just curious, does the book go into a little bit of, like, accepting your mom for who maybe your mom is? Like, not trying to get that from mom, but maybe being able to reparent yourself and give give yourself those things that maybe mom could not? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. And, and I think that's the main thing that she hones in on it's just when you have experienced um she calls it third degree mother hunger which is like you didn't get nutrients protection or guidance so there are you know some people who may experience mother hunger and maybe they just lack the protection aspect but they still got the guidance and the nutrients or something like that she said she said usually when you've experienced third hung third hunger third degree mother hunger um that's and you've already tried all the things to try to talk to them about it and and do all the things and they just weren't cooperating with you she really does suggest that you just kind of learn to accept who she is and get that nutrients protection guidance elsewhere or learn how to get it to yourself and what that looks like because what i tell my clients often and i say it very like in a more therapeutic way of course but to sum it all up I usually just say like you don't want to continue to set yourself up in that way 
if they if you've already talked to your mom about this over and over and over again and she still said these things that really really hurt you why are you setting yourself up to have this conversation again when you know that she's you already know the end result yeah that would be almost like extra frustrating or hurtful okay so learning like okay I can't get this from my mom I'm not maybe gonna go there with her yeah or it's like just you know another good example could be just really honing in on those other relationships that are serving you and and feeding that that sense of love that you haven't gotten from your mom maybe there's a maternal aunt or a grandmother or um a family friend or somebody else that's really been giving you all this love that you've been seeking from your mom and really just accepting that and and just you know just go going forward with that relationship okay do you have a favorite quote from the book or something that hit you really profoundly like when you said that book you know it talked to me I really you know felt understood what would that be like that one quote or point be? Let's see. And I'm just pulling it up real quick. So um, in this section, she was talking about anxious attachment. And I think that's one of the it things that okay. uh, people are talking about now is the attachment styles. What is your attachment style? Um, and she just described what an anxious attachment style is and what it looks like and she said women with an anxious attachment style have the same need for autonomy as anyone else but they don't feel it for them being alone is torture and the concept of restorative solitude is unimaginable Mm, okay And, and she talks a lot about how you know the the needs that people have when they have an anxious attachment style is not different from other people it's just the way that they react when they don't get it 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 feels painful for them and you know we all like as human beings we all want to be close to somebody we want to feel close to them we want to feel love we we want certain attention from other people it's just human nature yeah but for them in the way that in their behaviors and and how their mind works it just presents a little differently mm. um but just the thought of being alone is literally it it creates fear in them in their minds and their bodies and in their being wow yeah that describes it really well and and I think a lot people can relate to that and understand like yeah I feel like that too or yeah maybe I have the ancient anxious attachment style mm-hmm. absolutely Okay. Well, what's next on your reading list or what are you, what are you interested in next? So I'm that type of person that I really want to get this under control, but I'll start a book and then I'm like, Oh, there's another book. I'll start this book. And I forget. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate. I can relate. (laughs) Yes. So I have a few on my nightstand right now. Um, one of one of the ones that I was just introduced to not too long ago, and I'm sorry, I'm blanking on, um, the author's name but it's called us i believe and um it's it talks about toxic individualism and how that can affect romantic relationships and how you know it's not great for romantic relationships okay great well happy reading right (laughs) (laughs) thank you
Well, Chanel, thank you so much for being on the Self-Improvement Book Club. I always love talking to other therapists and getting, you know, learning about new books. I've never read Mother Hunger. I think I'll put it on my list. It sounds great and fascinating, and I think it ties to the work that I do. So, wonderful. And, again, can you give your website to anyone that wants to get in touch with you? Sure. My website is www.selfcaredfor.com. So that's self-cared with a D, the number four, dot com. And then all of my information should be there for you. Wonderful. Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. And thanks so much for being on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was amazing. Thank you.